The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, folks. It's hour number two of the early line right here on a Friday morning on Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Donnie Rideside. We have round number two at the Masters getting underway. Early start time with weather expected to be a factor for round number two. And weather was a factor yesterday as well in Major League Baseball. This is what happens where some teams are making their uh, home openers uh, on a Thursday. Everybody likes the home openers to be day games if possible. And everybody gets real worried about their home opener being rained out. So at the even remote thought that there could be some weather involved, we get games canceled far in advance. And sometimes, Donnie, that's a mistake. We saw a number of games on yesterday's slate, though, not happen due to the expectation of rain. Like, why do we have to cancel them so early, though, Kevin? Isn't that the question? Yeah. The question is not canceling it just to be safe. You can go into the day of the game and four hours before say, hey, you know what? Before mm-hmm. everybody drives down to the stadium here, we're going to cancel this because it looks like there's a strong, you know, maybe a storm surge coming right around game time or around the fifth inning or the seventh inning, whatever it may be. But the fact that you cancel it 24 hours ahead of time, and the joke as we started off the top of the show was it was beautiful in Philadelphia. You're not going to get better temperatures for an opening day in April than you had yesterday and now you just flip it forward to today it's just interesting the way major league baseball sets up their opening days now it certainly is but like i said we still had plenty of games that took place yesterday on paper the biggest game i think for most would be that one between the braves and the padres Uh, for odds wise these are two of the four two of the three best teams in the national league the braves win this game seven to six and what's caught my attention some early season movers in the awards market, to start on the MVP side of things, the preseason favorite in the National League on the Padres side, right? Juan Soto, he's now got the same odds as Ronald Acuna Jr., who's off to a hot start here this season and uh, was able to add uh, another run score this year. He's batting well over 300 early season. And then you got Spencer Strider. Despite this game having 13 runs in it, Strider continued a hot start to the season and shifting his odds in the NL Cy Young race, only behind Sandy Alcantara. Spencer Strider, nine strikeouts in this game and just five innings of work, DRS. Seeming like he's going to be a real candidate this year to bring home some hardware. 
Yeah, and he's a really good pitcher. And granted, the, the Braves know what they're doing here. They go out and spend shrewdly in the free agent market, but when they have a really good young player out of their farm system, they lock them up early here. So it looks like in one or two years, they're getting absolute steals, which they are. Now, the guy I want to bring up here, which I thought was interesting, now you're looking at that MVP market. Acuna, yes, sensational player, 355 to start the year. We'll see where he winds up. But we figure he's going to mix into that race. How about Juan Soto, though? Take a look at his years in Washington, You know, 351 in 2020, 313 in 2021. Then you go to 2022, he hit 246 for the Nationals, but then also we know he got traded to the Padres, where he then hit 236. He opens up this year at 160. Are we seeing any issues here with Juan Soto? Because I know we went head-to-head last year of what actually means. Juan Soto is too good, Kevin, <laughs> to be hovering around that 250 yeah. or below, and now you can't even shift on him. That slow start is a little bit eye-opening here because we just expected him to come out this year and be like, hey, Last year was a down year. Away goes Juan Soto in a lineup where you can't pitch around him, and he's still not making it happen, Kevin. Yeah, he's not. You're you're right. It is early season, though, I guess, right? Seven-game sample sizes for any baseball player. Uh, but I, I think it is significant that he's already no longer a standalone favorite uh, in that market. Our radio audience is here on a Friday morning, the early line, Series XM Channel 159, to take it over to the AL side of things. A guy who... For me, you know, when Vladimir Guerrero Jr., any conversation with him in the MVP is more just kind of thinking back to when he was but wasn't really chasing Shohei Otani. But Vladdy Jr. had what looked like a slow start to the season and in just two games flipped it around where it's, oh, do you think Vladdy Jr. is going to have a career year? Homerless through his first six games of the season, or, or five games, excuse me, all of a sudden, he's now hit six for nine in his last two games, homered in both. He's batting 407 all the season, six RBIs, and the Blue Jays really heating up to close out their series against the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, getting some really good at-bats there from Matt Chapman also. And Vladimir Guerrero was out of the two-hole yesterday doing a lot of damage. Let's also keep in mind, Kevin, with the Blue Jays here, seven games on the road. And you say, well, why is that important? They're going to start playing more home games. And once they do, let's remember, the Rogers Center, they move the fences in. That's why I like Vladimir Guerrero, as I picked in one of our earlier shows, to lead the American League or lead baseball, basically, in home runs at 11-1. to I think he's going to do some damage. Good to see him heating up early, though. Yes, yeah, certainly. So, look, if he's 15 to 1 right now in that AL MVP race, the reality is this market might be very boring. Shohei Otani was plus 220. He's already down to plus 170. Talked about it preseason. I don't none of this by the way has anything to do with Otani's done at the plate. None of this has to do yeah. with Otani's done at the plate. It's he's had two dominant outings, Donnie, and he just he hits in the meantime there. The fact that he's already plus 170, we really might not have any time to really discuss other AL MVP contenders. No, we're not. And, and you really shouldn't, but we like to take the guy down a peg, right? Because let's just see he has that ERA of 3.75. Oh, he can't be the MVP. What other player in baseball as a hitter could have a 3.75 ERA over 150 plus mm -hmm. innings? Nobody. That's why he's the MVP. Yeah, with of course already multiple home runs on the deck. We will preview the baseball slate at the end of this hour. Let's hit some of the Western Conference notes. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Right back here where we should be on the early line. Man, a lot of back, a lot of conversations going on. People are yeah, excited here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're hearing. That's that's what we're hearing, Donnie. Man, DRS, how do we feel on a Friday, though? I mean, do we feel good? Do we feel excited? We love it's a really good Friday, good actually. Yeah. yeah good, it's good. actually a very good Friday at this point, K-Dub. And, you know, stakes all around tonight, right? Let's go. Let's get after it. Mm. Whoa. Wait a minute. Hold on. Was that a bit... Was that yeah, a big kick? Hold on a minute. Did you, did you just have a double entendre on the people? You did like you that? Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. I mean, this guy doesn't yeah. miss. Yeah. Yep. I mean, no, man, doesn't. oh, man. Wow. Now, hold. you know what? I was going to open that door. This is not uh-huh. the time. This is not the place nah, to open that right. door. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. The Thunder last night were in action. They played the mm. Utah Jazz. How about that transition? 114 to 98, Oklahoma City. Handles their business. SGA. I, I've read this. I don't even believe this. What do you, how did he score 22 points in a win? That doesn't even make sense. I feel like, like did, did, the, did the Jazz tank the game? SGA scoring 22 just doesn't even remote. Again, in a victory, DRS. The, the last time he had this low of a performance, you have to go back to the 6th of February here. But again, the Thunder got the job done as they're trying to keep the Mavericks at bay here for that final play-in spot in the Western Conference. Yeah, it almost feels like if you didn't watch the game outright, you say, well, hold on now. He probably had 22 in the first half, and the Thunder like, no, we're supposed to be tanking, so he didn't play in the second half, but obviously that wasn't the case. My goodness. You look at it today, because we're going to go over the Western standings here. The Thunder tried to open the season and tank, and they are actually going to end up in the playoffs. It's amazing here. Thank goodness, Thunder, that the management did not put you on the shelf for the final three weeks like the Portland Trailblazers did at that point, right? I'm looking forward to this, but that's a big win for the Thunder in one of those first pressure games that they've had in what, five years? Well, yeah, actually, right? It's, eh, I don't know what's been that. Yeah. Oh, man, wait, it feels Chris like Paul it. made the playoffs. Whenever, whenever that was, right? Whenever Chris Paul had them in the playoffs, the... 
the bubble. They were in the bubble postseason against the Rockets. But yeah, no, look, it's been a while. It certainly feels like it's been forever. Here's the thing with the Thunder, okay? We're going to preview Mavs, Bulls in a second. It all ties in. OKC does control their own destiny, though, because they they have the tiebreaker over the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. So the Thunder just need to win on Sunday at mm-hmm. home against the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, if the Mavericks lost yep. tonight, they'd be eliminated. But all the Thunder need to do is win at home against the Grizzlies. The odds the Grizzlies need that game, we'll find out tonight. We'll find out tonight. But the Grizzlies, I, I'll tell you this, they're not going to need it as much as the Oklahoma City Thunder need that game. Do we? Do you think the Mavericks even matter here? Or the idea no. is, because again, the next time you talk, to, this will all be figured out. The Thunder are going to lay double digits in that final game against Memphis, and the expectation is they'll close it out. Yeah, because, you know, the interesting part about it is, is the first thing you go to is the schedule. You see that the Mavericks have two games, both at home, against the Bulls, who aren't going to be playing anything, and either are the San Antonio Spurs. So the first way your mind goes, oh, that's two easy wins there. But the fact of the matter is the tiebreaker is held by OKC. All they got to do is pick up one more victory, and it doesn't matter. I'm looking at the standings today. The Dallas Mavericks, who actually are going to play their superstars down the stretch, probably win out, and they're going to be out of the playoffs. So the problem for Dallas is if Memphis beats the Bucks tonight, the Grizzlies are locked into the two, and then there's no way they play any of their guys Sundays. Now, Correct. Memphis is one of... If you could pick, Donnie, any team to go out there with backups only, Memphis might be my first choice. In the like, the Grizzlies have won so many games by 30 points without John Moran. Now, I know you won't have John Jackson Jr., you won't have Desmond Bain. Like, I know it'll be a lot of guys. Memphis would be my first choice. However, if Memphis tripped and fell tonight and they did lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, Things get interesting. They'd also, you'd need Sacramento to beat the Warriors. There's a lot of things you need all of a sudden. I'll just say this. If Memphis needs to beat the Thunder on the final day of the regular season to have the two seed, I would expect Memphis then to play for the two seed. Would you agree that Memphis would play for the two seed? I think that's valuable. I think you would want that advantage. It's unlikely It's very unlikely, in fact, that Memphis will need to. But if they do, Donnie, I think they will. Yes, they will. And also, Kevin, what did we talk about already? The play-in rounds versus round one of the playoffs. This isn't like, Kevin, hey, the season ends Sunday. We're going to go full tilt here. Oh, by the way, we got a game Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Let's hope nobody twists their ankle or maybe we played you too many minutes and you're not going to be full strength for game one. You're getting a de facto week off here. So, yes, they will absolutely go full gas for that second seed, knowing if they win, they get a week's vacation anyway, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely so. Absolutely so. We'll see. Uh, Again, this, by the way, tonight's slate matters a ton. The game, though, that does factor in tonight is Dallas. Here's the thing about the Mavericks. This team is so preposterous, they very well could lose tonight because that's how the Dallas Mavericks seem to be built. They're a double-digit favorite, though, against the Chicago Bulls. The total for this game is 227.5. People are going to be looking at Luka. People are going to be looking at Kyrie. And those are the props that are available right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Kyrie Irving, 26 and a half points. Luka Doncic, 29 and a half. Again, I think 
for 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 you and I who've been doing this all year long, yeah. right? They go over these numbers all the time. I don't remember the last time I saw Luca under 30 points for a points prop there. That that's one of those things, and he's not hit that by the way in Forbes his last five. I'm not sure I care. You talk about buy low, Luca over 29 and a half looks all time buy low. Yeah, and the last time we had the uh, points prop up and also used them in a, a, a same-game parlay, went over on Kyrie Irving at a monster fourth quarter. But Luka Doncic had a yeah. solid game, but I need him to get more assists. He didn't get that. So it seems to me like with this all-star duo matched up, Kyrie Irving is still getting his, and Luka is still fitting in, mm-hmm. which probably is rightfully so. Because how many times have we used to look in the past here? Well, Luka, yeah. Uh, points, rebounds, and assists in the 50s here. Why? Because he had to do everything. He had to rebound, he had to assist, and he had to score. But now you're getting a little bit of that laid off to Kyrie Irving. Now, it hasn't resulted the way that the Mavericks wanted because, as we said, I think they're actually going to be out of the playoffs even if they win their final two games. i got to be honest. If I see 26.5 points and 29.5 points, I go right to Kyrie Irving. He's more of the scorer at this point than Luka Doncic is. I I understand the premise. I think – and we'll we'll see how it plays out. I just think Luca, two. I'm not. I'm if he him under thirty. I have to go over. He averages thirty two point seven points per game on the year. I know plenty of that's without Kyrie Irving, and that's more than acceptable. But you talk about discounts, and that's the, a rare moment where it feels like you're getting a discount. It's not apples to apples, but and beat against Boston, right? Joel Embiid's points mm-hmm. props. We were getting thirty four and a half, thirty five and a half. Outrageous numbers. The number was 31 and a half in that game against the Celtics. They scored 52. So you could have set the number at anything you want. He was going to go, he was going to go and blow past that. But there are times where it feels like you are getting the best of the number. And this feels like one of those instances where you're getting a really nice number here, all in all, on Luka Doncic. The last point I'll make, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the Lakers game tonight. It's the really important Warriors-Kings game tonight. The Dallas Mavericks, though, and, and the perception change that we have, and because we're not going to be able to do this, you know, on this show, maybe we might be, this might be the last time we talk about the Mavericks actually here on the early line until we start doing offseason stuff. Dallas doesn't even feel dangerous. Like if the Thunder messed this up, which would be very Oklahoma City Thunder, it doesn't feel like, hey, you better watch out. Dallas is going to go on a big... Like, I, I think Dallas would be a five-point underdog at Minnesota and lose that basketball game. And we would be able to break that down when the time comes. But similar to you, Donnie, I don't expect them to even crash into the play-in. One of the all-time collapses here <laughs> is what the Dallas Mavericks have offered up, and they're going to close that out in the next coming days. Let's get to the rest of the West right here on the early line on Sportsbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Western Conference tonight has a massive, massive evening on its hands. Though some of the games look bigger than they actually are, where the intrigue is seeding versus, ooh, how is this game going to kind of, what will this game tell us about the playoffs? What do I mean by that? The Lakers are playing the Suns. The Lakers are an eight and a half point favorite. That is not because people are, loving LeBron's potential matchup against Durant. The Warriors are at Sacramento. They're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. That is not Sacramento disrespect. It has to do with who is supposed to be in and who is supposed to be out. We'll start with the Lakers' side of this. The reason the Lakers are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over the Suns is the Phoenix Suns are coming on the second leg of a back-to-back. We have not heard officially that Phoenix is going to sit everybody, but this is one of those things where I could not come up with any reason why the Suns would go out there and try to beat the Lakers tonight. It wouldn't make any... One, you have an injury-prone squad. Why you would risk them on a back-to-back to send a message is beyond me. And truly, beating the Lakers doesn't actually do anything for the Suns. They're deadlocked into the four. Why would you try and push the Lakers back to the eighth seed for your portion of the bracket that doesn't make sense. So Phoenix, Don, you see this strong Laker line here. The, the Suns, you should not see Kevin Durant. You shouldn't see Chris Paul. You shouldn't see Devin Booker here in this basketball game. No, and that's what they're telling you right now. And I think you laid out exactly the points in this game and what makes sense. It doesn't make sense for Phoenix now, who, again, as long as they run Kevin Durant out there, they are unbeaten, and they know that here. Why would you risk any injury? And there's no bulletin board material. Do you really think, like, oh, man, if we don't beat the Lakers now, and then we find the Lakers in the playoffs, the Lakers are like, hey, we beat you last time around. We can beat you again. Nonsense at this point here. The Lakers need Mm -hmm. the game. They're going to get this game. And always, I like when the Lakers are at home here. I think they certainly have a viable chance against any team in the NBA, full go or non-full go. But for the Phoenix Suns, there is no motivation here, and I can't bet a team without any motivation. Lakers should win and win easy. Now, one thing to note in terms of the specifics of this game, and some of these numbers are up now, the props, LeBron all of a sudden is being booked again like a high-level score. LeBron goes 30-plus in back-to-back games, and all of a sudden his props 28-and-a-half. Heading into that Utah game, we saw 24 and a half, 25 and a half. So you see the shift there that starts all of a sudden, right? For LeBron, where people are thinking he is back, really interested to see how he carries that into tonight's game against Phoenix. The Lakers are an eight and a half point favorite here, and their final game of the season comes against the Utah Jazz at home. The Jazz, of course, eliminated from all things. The Lakers, if they need the game, would be likely, Donnie, a, a double digit favorite meaning the Lakers are favored to go 2-0. In order for the Lakers to avoid the play-in, they would either need the Clippers to lose out or the Warriors to lose just one game. 
The Warriors' final game of the year is at Portland. I know it's the Road Warriors, but have you seen the roster that the Blazers send out there on a nightly basis? If the Warriors need that game, they will lay 15 points on the road. I'm not trying to exaggerate at all. Tonight's game was supposed to be the difficult one for the Golden State Warriors at Sacramento. The Kings, Donnie, could use this game to climb up to the two seed. A win for them, a loss for Memphis, and everything is to play for then potentially in that final day of the regular season for Sacramento. So why are the Kings, seemingly to the odds, seemingly to the injury report, punting on this game? Some, and I appreciate conspiracies like this, and I think you will as well, some people think longtime Golden State Warrior assistant Mike Brown is helping out his old pals in Golden State and throwing them a win here to try and block the Lakers from getting up to the sixth spot. Yeah, I don't know about that overall, how devious one might be at that point, because if you're worried about another squad and blocking a team who's well behind you, what does that actually say about your team and the thought process moving forward? It should be centralized on how good the Kings can be. But having said that, that is a massive number here. It's eight points, and granted, we know how the Golden State Warriors have played on the road, but the fact of the matter is, if we think the Sacramento Kings are going to give away this game, and then what? They're going to get a game, I guess, against the Denver Nuggets in Denver where Denver's not playing anybody, and that's the win they could get if they need it at this point. I'm actually surprised that it's plus eight. It's hard to say this early in the morning, like, well, I'll just take the eight and hope some of the starters do play when they don't and the Warriors are up 25 at the break. You'd be like, well, why did I do that to myself? But that is an alarming number for a Warriors team that doesn't win against. And we've seen the Warriors struggle against like the Spurs and the Rockets on the road when they're not trying to win. And now at least you have a competent organization that might be down a few players. In the morning, I lean towards the eight, but yeah, it's hard to make a decision without seeing what the final numbers are. Should, should I say the final rosters are going to be? Let me ask you this, though. And, and yeah, look, it's a little tongue-in-cheek for me, the idea that Mike Brown is helping out Golden State. Though I don't think it's impossible, admittedly. I don't think it's impossible. If you're Sacramento, though, losing this game, again, very likely would block the Lakers from getting up to six. So then let's ask this question. If you are the Sacramento Kings, would you rather play the Lakers or the Warriors? Or do they think there's a chance they could draw the Clippers? No slander, no biases. I think if you're the Kings, the team you want to play is the Los Angeles Clippers with the idea that Paul George is not back for the series. I think that would be the favorable matchup. And I think you could make a strong argument, Donnie, since Sacramento would have home court advantage. They might also prefer to play Golden State instead of the Lakers because the fact that the Golden State Warriors are one of the worst road records in the entire NBA. So that could be a part of it here where maybe Sacramento is saying, look, we actually respect the Lakers and we don't want to play that team. I, it, again, we're, we're, we're playing with narratives that we don't understand, but I like the fact, because I'm a conspiracy theory guy, I like to see some teams try to set things up down the stretch. And if you do feel it's in your best your, your best interest in the organization to try to get a matchup down the road, I see what you're saying, but it's hard for me to try to get inside those teams well, and say, yeah, you know what? They're probably going to do this at this point. But, Don, let me ask you this then. Why else would they, not on a back-to-back, -back, with the opportunity to get up to the two-seed, 
why is Sacramento benching their top eight players? There has to be a reason for it. It, it now is not the time to randomly go grab some rest. No, I, I hear you. Like, I don't know what the strategy would be if it was, okay, we actually have a legitimate chance to lose to the Warriors as is. Why don't we just rest everybody, don't get any injuries, and then blast the Nuggets in the final game of the season? Maybe they're yeah. looking forward to that? I, I don't – I think Sacramento, for whatever – and maybe they're, maybe it's almost the Sacramento's like, listen, Memphis isn't losing to Milwaukee – we know that. And maybe, yes. now there's a legitimate gap in start time there where maybe yeah. Sacramento's going to make a decision based on how the Memphis-Milwaukee game is going. Because if Memphis wins, then Sacramento is locked into the three seed, and that's relevant. I'll just add this quickly, the Clippers and their final two games. Saturday, home against Portland. Sunday at Phoenix. A lot of people think that the Clippers... But will win on Saturday against Portland. They'll be massive favorites to do so. And then punt yeah. Sunday against Phoenix. Maybe. And try and get themselves down to the sixth seed. Very, very possible. Very, very possible. The last relevant game then, Donnie, involves the Pelicans at home tonight against the New York Knicks. A seven and a half point favorite for New Orleans. The Pels are kind of the forgotten sons of this whole race here as... They have the same record as the Lakers, but not holding the tiebreaker. And with everybody in front of them being such big favorites, it does somewhat feel as if the Pels are just going to land in this eight spot here for a lot of people. It, it does feel like that here. And certainly we're looking at the Knicks, who I guess don't really have a lot to play for themselves, mainly looking at just staying healthy or being healthy, I should say, by the first round of the playoffs. I think the Pels should be able to win and win easy against the Knicks tonight. But again, we're playing with conjecture here. Who's in, who's out, who's going to play, what motivation? Does Jalen Brunson show up, which he's probably not? We just don't know at this point. Also, how about the Knicks backups going for like 35 plus a piece the other game? Yeah, so outrageous. they still are NBA players. Get I saw those final box scores. I was like, oh my goodness, man. I don't know what Tibbs has cooking over there as if the B group out here is combining for a hundred points themselves, which is impressive. That th three guys, Obi Top, Grimes, and Emmanuel Quickly all going for 30 plus it is outrageous. <laughs> now, I will say potentially. And we have to see how everything lands. We're kind of, you know, we're trying to project out here as, as we see here on this Friday. On Sunday, Minnesota hosts New Orleans. Right now, that season series, I believe, 1-1. That could be winner is the eight seed, loser is the nine seed. Game of the day type of stuff on that Sunday. As we mentioned when we were talking about the Eastern Conference in hour number one, the value in being eight over nine is it, you cannot overstate it. You are so far more likely to end up in the playoffs than not if you are that eight seed over the nine seed. We will see how that breaks out. Here's the last thing I'll let people know. We got Major League Baseball preview coming up, same game parlay, the whole deal uh, that you should be excited for. This weekend, 10 a.m. Eastern start time, both Saturday and Sunday, myself and Coach James Young season debut for betting above the rim. BATR starts on Sports Grid, closing out the regular season, and then we are live Saturday and Sunday throughout the NBA postseason. We are just a week away from the NBA playoffs. Of course, next week here on the early line, we get to break down the play-in games, which we're excited to talk about 
as well. BATR starts this weekend on Sports Grid Major League Baseball preview coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Back with you right here on Line. We've got a baseball slate to preview, but we start things off with the same game parlay. Oh. Orioles, Yankees grabs the eye for the people, perhaps because the Bronx Bombers looks like uh, this lineup here could have some success. Today, Donnie, what's the approach for the same game parlay? Yeah, here's the approach. Let's take it. Now, granted, we don't have the official starting lineups out just yet for the Yankees, but as it looks, LeMahieu, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, one through four today. We're going to play off that, sort of correlating this. I'm going to take DJ LeMahieu in the top spot here to score a run. Aaron Judge also to do the same, and then we're going to come behind there with RBIs from Stanton and Rizzo at a plus 755. Just a little background on these four guys. We're talking about ISO-powered numbers here, Kevin, on the early season in 2023. LeMahieu, 467. Judge 316, Rizzo 286, and Stanton 375. All four of those guys also elevated weighted on base percentages against right-handed pitching. I'm going to go with the Yanks there to do damage in that top four. Absolutely love it. I'm going to grab one of your guys and Judge for two-plus bases. Uh, Lifetime against Kremer. Uh, Four hits, Mm. seven at-bats, three of the hits are home runs. Two-plus bags. Pair that with Clark Schmidt for four-plus strikeouts. He had five-plus in that opening game there. Your payout is plus 166 uh, as we look to get in the mix here with this game. It is the home opener uh, at Camden Yards. I do believe there for the Baltimore Orioles. We will see if that game has juice. I will say the eight-and-a-half did catch me by surprise a little bit. Donnie, I I don't – maybe not you. I I thought we could just see a a nine here. Is is the weather – uh, at, at all supposed to be a factor? I know this game was rained out yesterday. Yeah, let me get an updated look here because I don't think it's going to be stellar conditions. Yesterday, much warmer here across the East Coast. Uh, looks like 60 degrees. 
wind is blowing in from left center field at 10 miles an hour. So not bad conditions, not optimum conditions here for us. And as we know, that left field that has like the green monster now out there at, at uh, Camden Yards, ridiculous. But that's another day and another story. Oh, I almost forgot about the fact that they kind of ruined that ballpark there. And they then did. all of their pitcher ERAs were fixed. And then people said, what did Baltimore figure out? And it's that they changed the entire stadium uh, around. That's what they figured out. Yeah. Uh, let's get over to Phillies Reds. You know, one thing I actually do quite love about the very, very beginning of the baseball season are stat lines that are just uh, outrageous. Zach Wheeler, Hunter Green, Two of the better arms in the National League. This is a meeting between two pitchers that have an ERA above an eight. Like, I just would love, Donnie, someone that doesn't follow baseball at all. They swoop in. They see the ERA. They see a game total of seven. They go, both these pitchers are terrible. ERA's above an eight, Zach Wheeler, Hunter Green. What gives? What do you see, though, here in this matchup where uh, the Phillies are now a minus 200 in their home opener? Here's what really gives here, and that's why we don't really use ERA all that much anymore. Take a look at the XFIP for Wheeler. Now, granted, again, it's only 22 batters on this young season in one start. He's got a 2.13 XFIP, which if you filter out through the season, Zach Wheeler probably wins the uh, Cy Young Award in the National League, even though he basically got lit up technically in his first start. K percent is 31%, walk percentage very low. We flip it over to the other side with Green. Same thing, right? Look at these guys getting lit up. His XFIP, Kevin, through those first 18 batters at 2.3 zero and a strikeout rate of about 45 percent so sometimes we just can't read into how many runs we're actually giving up maybe a little luck involved at this point but if i'm looking from this game and from a betting perspective i'm not all that excited about a ton of runs being scored because i do think both of these guys are pedigree strikeout guys and if you do get into trouble what's the best thing a pitcher can do kevin strike out the next batter in front of them two good looking lineups are going to face these two but i'm more likely to see a better pitching performance out of these guys second time around yeah, which is understandable. One thing that will, will, will catch the eye, again, it's something that is always, I think, reflected in the odds. Whether you believe it or not is up to you, but is the player history. And unsurprisingly, Trey Turner has good history against Hunter Green, probably because Trey Turner has good history against anybody. He's minus 310 to get a hit in this game. So if you're looking for parlays there, it, it's going to be minus money situations if you're keeping Trey Turner involved the Royals and the Giants go head-to-head -to today uh old school World Series rematch here for the San Francisco Giants who have their first game at home Alex Cobb with the baseball here and you see the Giants check in at minus 190 total for this game is an eight I, can't, I just can't trust the Royals at the plate here at this point. I believe 17 total runs, I want to say, through seven games. So certainly not doing any damage whatsoever. We take a look at Cobb here on the mound as a starter. His ex-fifth through his first 17 batters is a 1.30. Yeah. Wasn't even sure that it could actually go that low. Strikeout percentage, 35%. And why does that factor in here? Number one, the San Francisco Giants play out there on the West Coast. That's not a great hitter's ballpark. It's a pure pitcher's ballpark. And let's take a look on this young season versus right-handed pitching going up against the Kansas City Royals on offense. I'm just going to use weighted on base percentages. Now, keep in mind, 320 or above is basically where you want to land as an above average hitter in Major League Baseball. 320 or below, that's certainly not getting the job done. So we're going to take a look at the first seven batters anticipated in the lineup today for those Kansas City Royals. Weighted on base percentage, 173, 275, 269, 286, 139, 0, 138. 
So when we're looking at getting the job done and what you can do with the plate, the Kansas City Royals have been atrocious at the plate. Cobb should have a really good day on the mound today for the Giants. Uh, and Cobb last year loved uh, pitching at home. The ERA under two mm-hmm. seven on the road. It was above yeah. a five. We'll see if that continues on here for him this season. First game, as I said, at home for the Giants. A's and the Rays, two teams uh, that certainly have uh, different expectations put on them. Uh, Tampa's expectation, though, is to go 162-0. That's how these eyes see it. When you start 6-0, you got to start asking. How about a minus 230 number for Tampa in their home opener? Total for this game, 7.5. Two horrendous stadiums. Two horrendous front ownership groups paying money out to their players, but one team actually gets it right and factors in good prospects and has a pretty good game plan day-to-day. That's the Rays. And also, our old friend Waldichuk is going to be on the mound today for Oakland. The lefty, he's faced 27 batters so far, 6.52 XFIP number, doesn't strike anybody out. Right-handed batters, 461 weighted on base percentage. Left-handed batters, 644. This one is probably going to get away quickly here for the Rays, and they should win easily. If you're looking for some hitter props out of this game, now granted, again, early on the season, you know, I have a lot of lineups that are stacking up against like left-handed bats, but just ISO power numbers early season against lefties, Diaz, 300, Wander Franco, 400, Rosarena, 333, Ramirez, 429, and Siri, 300. They should do enough damage to easily put away the Oakland Athletics today. Look, the interesting thing, and you'll see, you know, it's a minus 110, which is not cheap, by the way. You know, most run lines, you often do see plus money. Tampa Bay is yeah. not only 6-0. and They are 6-0 and on the run line. They have hardly played a murderer's row, uh, starting off with, you know, three at home against Detroit and then three at Washington for Tampa Bay. Now playing three against Oakland, what a gift this is because you always want to start hot if possible. But look, to cover the run line in every game is obviously nice where if you, you know, if you're a parlay player, you might want to bring Tampa Bay in. I understand stuff like that. But most people are not betting minus 230, right? 230 bucks to 100 bucks on a money yeah. line there. Just keep that in mind where laying the run line has been a legitimate strategy so far to back Tampa Bay. Padres Braves as we continue this fun series. It is a small spread here uh, with not big time pitchers on the mound, which gets us a total of nine that's juiced to the over. Do you see more runs today between Atlanta and San Diego? Yeah, checking into the weather forecast here. But again, keep in mind, Atlanta in the state of Georgia, we're taking a look at Augusta, which is actually on the opposite end, but still in the same state here. You got 63 degrees with a chance of rain, 16-mile-an-hour winds blowing left flagpole to right flagpole here. But if we're trying to match up, look at Schuster on the early season here for Atlanta. 9.37 XFIP number. Doesn't strike out a lot of batters here. Lefties and righties both getting some decent, you know, weighted on base percentages against him. But it's time here for that San Diego Padres lineup to wake up against left-handed pitching. Bogarts out of that leadoff hole is at nine at-bats versus lefties. 429 ISO power number, 388 weighted on base percentage. The next guy in line who's done decent is Kim, but he's not even batting until approximately that sixth hole here. Machado, Soto, Cruz, and Cronenworth, all zeros. ISO power number against left-handed pitching. I don't know, maybe Juan Soto can wake up today, but I do lean towards the over in this, even though it's not the best weather conditions. They're two good-looking lineups here. I think we might get some runs tonight. Certainly could be uh, the expectation. Team totals are not posted just yet for that game, but 
uh, the expectation are some big prices. Last game I think we'll have time for here. Maybe we'll be able to sneak in another. We'll see. But it's an old-school matchup. It's one that the names, uh, you know, just two guys have gone in different directions at this point in their career. Madison Bumgarner against Clayton Kershaw. A pair of Hall of Famers. I still think Mad Bum makes the Hall of Fame. I think the World Series runs uh, certainly will see him there. Clayton Kershaw obviously uh, will be first ballot, no doubt about it. But it's it just works for me. I know the reason that, you know, is Mad Bum staying in the NL West kind of keeps this, this matchup uh, as a possibility more often than you would expect here. It just it reminisce a little bit here, Donnie. Mad Bum, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, the Dodgers, though, are a huge favor to get the job done on the road. And they should be. And I guess reminisce is all we have left from Madison Bumgarner, one of the top pitchers in Major League Baseball for a long stretch and one of the catalysts on those Giants teams with winning the NL and also winning the World Series. But that's no longer what he does. He's basically just an innings eater for what we expect to be a bad team. And I don't know how many innings he's going to eat this year because he only faced 20 batters so far and they're knocking him all the way around. Weighted on base percentage of lefties, a 456 to righties, a 406. The only issue is early season numbers coming back on the Dodgers versus lefties aren't very good. Mookie Betts has only had three at-bats, but he actually has a 405 weighted on base percentage. Freddie Freeman has five at-bats. That's a 486. The next three guys, Martinez, Muncy, and Taylor, all with zero ISO power numbers. Again, Rojas, zero. Barnes, zero. So we'll see. But if there's one guy you can wake up to from the left-hand side, it would be Madison Bumgarner at this point because he hasn't been that good for a couple years. And it's not as if it's like, oh, we don't see Mad Bum all that much, maybe once or twice a year. He's in your division. You see how bad he is. They probably licked their chops to try to get some plate appearances against him. Yeah, certainly so. You know, as you mentioned, it's not been the hottest start for Mookie uh, this season. But as I said, you will see career history be factored into prices. And, and Mookie Betts has done well against Madison Bumgarner in his career. It's how you get a minus 145 number uh, for, you know, two-plus bases. One other thing that I had to bring up here, because th- it's an oddity. You don't often see stuff like this. Christian Walker is 10 for 30 in his career against Clayton Kershaw, which is solid, right? Thir- you know, at yeah. 333 batting average there. Five of the 10 hits, home runs. Mm-hmm. That is an oddity there. Very rarely do 50% of your hits against a guy come in uh, and lead to home runs. Christian Walker is plus 440 to go deep tonight here. Odds are, Donnie, you're probably not getting true value on Christian Walker at that price against Kershaw. No, and, and sometimes uh, one of the few statistics that I don't really take into effect all that much are the head-to-head matchups. I don't know because I'm more of a mm-hmm. right-here-right-now type of guy as opposed to, well, he really raked him yeah. four years ago and now struggles this year. But I know a lot of handicappers that do use that in their you know toolkit here. I just leave that alone, but you're right. Price probably not indicative of that. Certainly so. Brewers-Cardinals is another good one to keep your eyes on uh, mm-hmm. out there today. Lucas Giolito has the ball on the road against the Pirates, and the Guardians and the Mariners are deciding to run it back in Cleveland this go-round. The slate starts with the Mets and the Marlins. I heard there could be some rowdy folks in attendance at that game. That's the early line, almost. Listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. All right, final segment of the week here for the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Today, Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh powering through from 7 to 9 a.m. before we hand it over to the morning after and Ben Stevens and the rest of your Sports Grid grid programming throughout the day. A lot of hot topics here that we went over. Interesting doings because in the NBA, it all ends on Sunday, almost like an NFL Sunday in their Week 18 where they line up every game side-by-side depending on who needs what and which game has meaning they're going to go side by side which will be fun to see it play out but it really starts tonight in the nba and follows through on saturday it'll be interesting to see who winds up in the playing rounds for next week on the 11th and then of course the true playoff start in the nba on the 15th here the masters in full effect what about the weather conditions here my goodness what's going to take place there so when we're talking golf yeah you need to listen up Sure, we always worry about the weather. Heck, as we pointed out yesterday in Philadelphia, 82 degrees, sunny skies, and no rain. But yet, we had to cancel a Major League Baseball opening day here in the city of Brotherly Love. But we certainly shift our focus down to Augusta, Georgia, where it might be wet and wild this weekend with heavy winds in the forecast as well, gusting to as much as 25 miles an hour. Now, that might interrupt your betting, you know, theories by saying, Boy, I had a guy that was in the lead by three shots. What happened on Saturday? Well, rain and wind might take place. Or do we overcompensate on our betting needs, taking a look at the Masters by factoring in that these players won't be able to handle those conditions alike? And maybe if you got out to a hot start, you just might stay in that hot start for sure. Things change all the time at Augusta, and things change in the business world as well. We want to give a shout-out to Alex Fasano, one of the grid's finest, for putting in that hard work in close to five years here at the grid. We certainly wish him well in his next endeavor. I've met Alex here over the past two years here, me at the grid, a fine, upstanding citizen here, and you no doubt is going to make some waves out there at his next institution. Thank you, Alexander Fasano, and all your work here at the grid. That'll do it today for the early line. Make sure you keep it here with Ben Stevens in the morning after coming up next right here on the grid. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.